This, 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 this is mythical. We're so excited to introduce you to Great Jones. Great Jones makes high-quality, thoughtfully designed cookware that's so stunning, you won't want to put it away. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to non-stick sheet pans, they've got you covered. Heck yeah, they do. Their products come in a variety of amazing colors, from classic black and white to pinks, greens, yellows, and blues. And the best part, Nicole... Everything's non-toxic. Josh, I've been in the market for a kettle for months. Yeah, I've heard I've, you talk about it a weird amount. Yeah, I've bought like a bunch, returned a bunch, but I just got my hands on the Great Jones Fellow Kettle collab, and I got it in the color broccoli, and I'm so excited to make artisanal teas and coffees. I'm trying to get on my coffee game right now, and I'm mm. so excited to use a gooseneck kettle. We have no idea. I'm excited to use their yellow hot dish, a.k.a. casserole dish. Shout out to Minnesota and Fargo, North Dakota. Uh, but right. I'm, I'm at that point in my life where I'm like, I'm an adult. I should have nice vessels to serve food out of sure, instead of just serving it on like stainless steel restaurant style things. And I like it. It's cute. It's got a good design. Bakes really well. Holds heat. I'm in, baby. And once you try Great Jones, you'll want to share it with friends. They make stunning gifts that are actually useful. Weddings, housewarming parties, birthdays. It's the perfect gift for the foodie in your life. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SANDWICH. That's greatjones.com, promo code SANDWICH. Josh, you seem deep in thought. What are you thinking about? God, Nicole, I'm just, I'm trying to understand the art of pasta, pork, chicken, and lamb. I think I have someone who can help us out with that. Wait, really? Is he a happy, hungry man traveling all across the sea in the land? Yeah! This, this is, is a hot dog, dog is a sandwich. sandwich. Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I put ice in my cereal, so what? That makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> what? Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, the show where we break down the world's biggest food debates. I'm your host, Josh Sher. And I'm your host, Nicole Anaiti. And today we are joined by a very special guest, Phil Rosenthal. Phil's the award-winning creator and most lovable host of Netflix's most popular food and travel show, Somebody Feed Phil. He also co-hosts a podcast called Naked Lunch that Nicole and I are excited to be guests on soon. Phil... Fim? <laughs> Phil. F-H-I-L. Phil. Welcome to the studio. <laughs> nice, nice to be here. Thanks for that lovely intro. Have you had lunch yet? I have. I had a tuna fish sandwich. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Mm, tell yeah. us about this tuna fish sandwich. Uh, sing us a song. I'm here to say, I'm here to say <laughs> a tuna fish sandwich is a sandwich. 100%. Right? We can all agree on that. Should we get right into it? Sure. If you want, if you want to talk about if a hot dog is a sandwich, you're more than welcome We're on to. your podcast, though. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> I think a hot dog's a sandwich. Uh, I, there's objective truth in the world, right? I mean, it. it uh, let's clarify. <laughs> a hot dog is a sandwich, but that sandwich is called a hot dog. I Phil, I used to be just like you. Uh, for anybody <laughs> who has not listened to our five-part series yes. that we just did, please go back and listen to it because this clarified more things in my life. Mm. It is a type of sandwich. Well, and and... We call this particular sandwich a hot dog. I'm sorry. I would, though, argue then I don't what? agree with you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not making I, eye contact well, with you on by purpose. The way, Nicole is like, she no, won't look at me. No, she's yeah, just just said, she I can't. Silent treatment we're done. I can't. We just met and we're finished. Just with this conversation. If you want to talk about something else, I, we can Maggie, stare at you. Stop, stop, stop recording, Maggie. Can you turn off the freaking cameras? <laughs> Jesus. I, I'm somebody who I've I just. I've never met a person like this. I'm normally very charming. This isn't and even high. politics. 
Now, this it's is hot dogs. I thought this was going to be safe. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're going no, on this no. nice thing, hot dog and sandwich. This woman's going to kill me. Phil, you have no idea what we've been through over the last five weeks. Okay, we almost got a friend divorce. We we had a lawyer. We, we talked lawyer about this with a lawyer that we were considering mm-hmm. a friend divorce, but we reconciled. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, we actually care about each other. That's nice. Yeah, oh, she's a psycho. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, oh my man. Gosh, I don't know she passed the background check. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what is there was no background check. I just waltzed in and they're like, you're hired. Yeah, she interviewed once for 15 minutes and we're like, well, who else are we going to give the job? But wait, Josh, uh, you said you had a philosopher weigh in on this. Like, what would he oh, land on? Oh, but he's a philosopher. But, they're like leprechauns. So he didn't, he didn't just, land on... calling no. our guests leprechauns. I don't like it. <laughs> you can call me one. I, I'd be very no, happy. No, you're not a leprechaun. <laughs> I ate Lucky Charms earlier. <laughs> Phil, you host a fantastic show That's on true. Netflix. Thank you do. You. <laughs> and what I found in my travels, and one of the great things about traveling the world, mm-hmm. is finding the equivalence of things that we have here. Mm. Yes. So I found that every culture has their equivalent of a sandwich. They like to every, – every handheld thing, sure. whether it's in a lettuce wrap or a roll or a thing, it's their – Sandwich. Well, let me let me yeah. let me ask a question then. Yeah. Why do we need to say sandwich? Why can't we just say handheld thing? Because my official proposal, because all these things, because it's not as sexy to say <laughs> handheld. I say but we I'd can like our own word tuna and rye handheld thing. Yes. You say. Oh my god, I would love to I say, say that. Lo- Give me a hand, a hand food. Simply a, a hand, hand food, food hand doesn't food? sound good either. So, Although that, go that is food. in Hawaii, I think they have hand. They literally say hand foods. I think so. Do they? People, tell tell me if I'm wrong. I think that would solve the entire problem because the name for a sandwich before sandwich was meat and bread. Shakespeare writes about meat and bread. You would go to a vendor who's yelling, meat and bread, meat and bread. You'd go, give me one meat and bread. And they existed for 100 years. Inbred or and bread? Uh, And, and, not not inbred meat. Meat and bread. But meat in bread is uh, meat, pretty much the definition of a type oh, of sandwich, isn't it? I thought you were saying in bread. No, 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 like not in inner bread. marriage. Uh-oh. Your meat is <laughs> in the bread. That's a sandwich, right? Not inbred people. <laughs> My mind or cows. The wild way. card of the group. Yeah, often. I don't know. This, it, I you're mean, not saying nothing. inbred meat. Meat <laughs> well, wait, well, in this bread holder. I used so, to write about a lot of animal husbandry, and I went and saw some of it in person. But they're all related, right? The pigs? Wait, talk, talk to me about these international sandwiches and talk to me yeah. about like finding cultural similarities I love in it. everywhere you go. Well, like the bow. Yeah. Like bow. you mentioned the bow. Mm-hmm. That is, I never thought about it, but that's their handheld food. It's I, like their sandwich. Uh, a friend of mine recently made me, where was it? Oh, in Portland, Oregon. Mm. Peter Cho made, Great food city. made a burger, cheeseburger. Bow. Bow. Mm. Holy cow, is that good? I'm sure. Wow. And it it kind of reinvented burgers just because it's a closed end roll. Yeah. Well, is that a sandwich or a dumpling? You know, it's both. It's both. Both. I think at some point when you try and classify things too much, which is the entire point of our podcast, Mm -hmm. I think you You ruin it. You You ruin it. It's like, you know what it's it's like, what you're doing right here? What? It's like the equivalent of explaining a joke. (laughs) You kill the joke. Yeah. If you go at it too hard. You've killed hot dogs for me now. Oh, I don't want to do that. And I love hot dogs. I want want you to hold hot dogs on a higher pedestal. That's what I want. That's what I want everyone to do. Um, I am a Hebrew national. Girl, nice. Mm. I, heard they were, I heard they were sold. I yeah. heard they're not going to be kosher anymore. I heard that. I heard that too. What's going to happen? I don't know. I'm still yeah, going to love them. They sold to a Brazilian meat. What do you mean you're still going to love still, them? Still going to eat them. They're delicious. I can tell you the worst one. Okay, go for it. <laughs> Dodger dog. 
Yes. Oh, yeah, they're okay. bad. They're bad. Mm, I, in, they, my, in my religion, that's called a shanda. A shanda, yes. A, sh- I always, a shame. I always go uh, to the the the, uh, the kosher hot dog line instead. At they the have Dodger the Stadium. Brooklyn version mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. people from New York who came here, mm-hmm. and many of us did, mm-hmm. had their regular Dodger dog and wanted to die. <laughs> it's a it's zero, limp. Zero percent beef. It's a yeah. limp, horrible, skinless, mm-hmm. lukewarm, baloney of a product. I agree. And Trust. it has no snap, which mm-hmm. is, as we know, essential. Mm-hmm. Right? Agreed. Uh, it, it's so friggin'. I don't want to curse on your show. Dude, Phil, don't, don't Friggin' do is We're fine. Lose. Friggin', friggin is fine. I'm so close to cursing. <laughs> Phil, just comment down. Is there anything? <laughs> it's so terrible. I have a you nightmare want an about the <laughs> that. It looks like a migraine is about <laughs> really, to take over your body right I don't know now. how these people get away with this. I, well, but that just shows you that a good time is related to a childhood memory, right? Yes. It's like those Pixar movies, right? Mm-hmm. These are core memories for people. It doesn't matter that the hot dog is awful. Mm-hmm. It's associated with my first trip to Dodger Stadium with my sure. dad. Yeah. So I love it. Yeah. And I love the Dodger dog. And don't say anything bad about a Dodger dog. But I'm but telling you, people, don't eat that. <laughs> Unless you have a memory tied to it. No, even then. Even then. You, okay. have, kill to, your uh, you have to know. I don't want to kill anybody. Kill Why are you talking about killing gods and stuff? <laughs> I just want to go eat a good hot dog somewhere. But I, again, I just think hot dogs deserve their place in the world as being its own standalone thing. And I think putting it into a taxonomy. What is it? Taxonomy? Yeah, yeah. Putting it in, in like in like taxonomy is just, is just exhausting. And we don't need to do it anymore. We don't need it. I once ate 11 Dodger dogs at <laughs> no, one baseball didn't. game. I should have did. That is absolutely that. disgusting. <laughs> Thank you so much. Why don't you go to Nathan's and do that contest? We, we just went. got back. We, just we got went back. to the, Well, I didn't compete, um, but we, we went to interview Joey Chestnut about whether or not a hot dog is a sandwich. He, of course, says no. Uh, but uh, I also asked Joey Chestnut to um, coach me and how to eat a hot dog as fast as I could. <laughs> so and funny. and uh, it was so awkward and embarrassing that the Nathan's hot dog mascot had to usher me away from him. <laughs> Um, in a way that I've never been lower on a social totem pole than a man in a hot dog suit until that day. And and then I was. And I saw him without his hot dog suit later. And he was like, hey, sorry, man. And I was like, it's all good. I probably deserved it. Joey Chestnut had a broken, he had a torn Achilles. Yeah. And he was really suffering. He also had an eye, like a blood vessel popped in. Yeah. And, and we really Maybe hot dogs aren't the healthiest food. <laughs> I, Maybe. To eat 70 of in 10 minutes, that's yeah. disgusting. I had a great time this Dodger game. They have I a, hate. I hate when this thing I love. Yeah, food in general is mm. turned into any kind of competition. And oh, so you're not a, a cooking competition nope. show fan at all? Interesting. Nope. I uh, when they first came out, I was kind of interested. Yeah, and I did like uh, the 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 ones uh, you know with Padma. Mm-hmm. Sure, it might be because of her. Yeah, she's, but I like that yeah. show. She's very talented, and I like Colicchio, <laughs> and I like the the whole thing. And for a season or two, I was interested, and then I had enough. Yeah. I sense. don't want to disparage that show. It's just for me, I see cooking mm-hmm. and great restaurants and great chefs as artists. Art, It's an art form. Yeah. Even a hot dog. Sure. Right? 100%. Can be, you, you know when you have a great one. To me, my favorite thing is when somebody elevates the very simple food from mm-hmm. our childhood. Mm-hmm. Sure. And, and makes it the best thing you ever had. I think yes. that goes right to the core of my memories as a kid, and it mm-hmm. becomes this the, the most favorite, the most special Same. thing is is taking that burger, that hot dog, mm-hmm. that pizza. That's something that we know very, very well. Sure. And now it's the best you ever had. Why? Because of the g- ingredients 
And the talent of the person making. Of them. course, I don't watch any cooking shows. No, I try to because I I work because I produce so much cooking content. You do. It's exhausting for me to go home and click on and see people cooking. And it's tedious, right? It's, to do. It's I, it's like it's like make work almost. I sit there and I cross my arms and I'm like, they shouldn't have edited that way. Like, why did why did they do the potatoes? Oh, like so that? they've ruined food for you. Oh, uh, they haven't ruined food. I like to like I loved somebody feed film. Like I like travel shows like that because it's not as intense. Not a cooking show. It's not a cooking show. There's it's very an eating little, show. Very little process yeah. involved. I'm and not like interested. That. Yeah, it's like it's like you like magic. I love magic. <laughs> okay, How'd so you know? what if somebody come out and before they did the trick for you? They showed you how they make the trick. No. End of magic. The magic goes away. The magic goes away. So I would, I nothing I love more than you sit down in Bangkok and they give you a plate of food. Surprise. Yeah. But you <laughs> right? don't think, you don't think that it, because I've, I've gone through this over and over. I used to be a food journalist. Yes. And my mm-hmm. whole job was to, to figure out the techniques and the methods and the regions and the history behind everything. And I was worried that I was ruining food for myself because yes. I would go eat a meal and I'd be like, that plating technique is so four years ago. Oh <laughs> yes. my God. Oh, you're putting the sturgeon leaves. I knew he was going to break up but, the sturgeon. <laughs> he always does. But yes, it's the overanalyzation. But I also think that that has heightened the best of the best experiences for me. Yes. Mm. And it's created a, a sort of sign yes. curve as opposed to like, I have no room in my life for mediocre food anymore, which has given me a sense of clarity. Nicole, I've gone clear. Wow. You're a nerd. This. I am such. But a isn't nerd it hard? Oh my but, God, I like it. I like I like people who get very into things they like. Yeah, and and so I like you, and I like I like, <laughs> I like you. Are my, I like you. You like me, stop it! You like me. I do. I'm afraid of you a little. Yeah, but I it like happens. You. It's fine. She's uh, but, but I I what's I going to say? I love I love the surprise. I don't want to ruin the surprise. And if you yeah. overstudy. And mm-hmm. overanalyze, and maybe if I do, if I do somebody feed Phil for the for too many years, mm-hmm. what if I don't like travel anymore? What if I am so particular because I've had the best of the best, yeah, that I don't like it? I'm not there yet. I still here's how I feel. I'm the luckiest guy you're ever going to have on this damn show. <laughs> I am What's the, the opposite luckiest? of a schlamazel. <laughs> Schlemiel. What's a schlamazel? <laughs> I don't speak a Yiddish. Schlemiel is the one who spills soup. Uh, schlamazel is the well, one that... who it lands on. That's right. Oh. Very, very Jewish of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> oh, this whole room's Jews, by the yeah, way. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I, just I knew I felt comfortable. With my, with Let me complain for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Let's kvetch over here. <laughs> you know how Tucci says... Uh, uh, Tucci says, I'm Italian on both sides. My mm-hmm. name is Stanley Tucci. I'm Italian on both sides. And I'll yeah. be exploring my heritage. Uh, so I would like to come out once on, on my show and say, my name is Phil Rosenthal, and I'm Jewish on both sides, and I'd like to spend the rest of the hour complaining. <laughs> Can we turn, the lights are too hot. Can we yeah, turn them yeah, yeah. down? Yes. <laughs> Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Uh, so, what are we um, talking about? Oh, we're wait. talking about food I, and I'm how really... we're going to get tired of food eventually. No, we won't. We have, we, to, we, won't. We have to. And okay. I think the secret to this is to not overanalyze. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I, I always overanalyze. I'm a, I'm a senior culinary producer. My job is to analyze okay, and do... overanalyze and expect things to go wrong and to make sure nothing goes wrong. Okay. But then when you go home, uh-huh. don't you want to kind of. Disconnect that I, part of your head. Oh, I, she drinks. Yeah, that's how, that's how we, no, no, that's how we solve it. We drink. Yeah, 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 it's great. Yeah, oh, we were ripping shots of fireball last funny. week. It oh yeah, was great. that was good. By the way, I don't think you're alone in this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm curious because you had a completely separate career from food. Obviously, that's right. Showrunner and creator of of everybody. It was completely tied to food. Yeah, that makes sense. I did. A, I did a show once before I had uh, Raymond. I was on a hit show. I won't name the show. But that show, they sent a memo around, okay? This was a hit show on a big network, on the official stationery of the show. We noticed some of you are coming in the morning and putting milk on your cereal. <laughs> the milk is for coffee. The cereals are for snacks. We do <laughs> not provide breakfast for you. Please what? do not put milk on your cereal. Oh, I don't like that Can you believe all. it? And I read this and I said, right then and there, if I'm ever lucky enough to have my own show, we're going to have milk on our cereal. <laughs> One can dream. Amen. And we did. We had the best, ask anybody, the best craft service in town because the army travels on its stomach. Mm. And I knew that if I had been on shows where the craft service table, you know, for those of you who don't know, craft service table is the table set up usually on the set or at the office where they have the snacks for people mm. during the day. And if there's just crap like like uh, chips or candy or gum or whatever it is, you grab it and you go on your way mm. and it's and you overdo it because that's the only respite from the work and sure. you, you do it. But what if food was fabulous on the craft service table. What if once in a while Deli from New York was flown in? What if what if uh, Ann Sather's cinnamon rolls from Chicago <laughs> were brought in and they were hot? Oh my God. What if uh, when Krispy Kreme donuts first came out and you can get hot fresh ones mm -hmm. on the table? What if uh, taco trucks were brought onto the soundstage during shoot night and people were, this is before the whole truck crazy. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, you create such goodwill. You literally create a family by having decent food for people. I agree. So it's, it's a way of showing love. 
I agree. Right? Yeah. We, we had Bill Oakley on the podcast. I uh, love him. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's great. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, loves food, loves the type of food that I love, especially with all the, all the fast And hilarious. Food. Simpsons. Utterly sure. hilarious. And he, he showed how food can be a way uh, to show spite because he was talking <laughs> oh, about yeah. how all of the, the writer's room lunches during The Simpsons when, mm-hmm. you know, they were famously crapping on Fox all the time with all the jokes in there and Fox couldn't do anything That's because right. it was such a hit show. Yeah. And he said he used to just order like 10 lobster tails, five shrimp cocktails, <laughs> A couple steaks on lunch and they would just make a game of running up the lunch tab as much as possible until forcing somebody to come in and, you know, set institutional sort of limits wow. on that thing. Ridiculous. Yeah. And so I never did that. I never took advantage that way. Yeah. Uh, although I will say that for a while, for a long while, if you're a writer – you know, I always say that the writer's room is like a veal pen <laughs> and the, the only sunshine coming in the room is the menu where we're going to order lunch oh, from. And this was such mm-hmm. – so important to me, this this moment of the day sure. that I named my production company Where's Lunch. I love that. It's the writer's main <laughs> preoccupation, awesome. right? And And so we would order literally whatever we wanted. We didn't go crazy like over-ordering like, yeah, yeah. like, like these people to, for spite. But if somebody said, is anyone getting dessert, which dessert should we get? I I would say all of them because we have to try them all. And then you know what happened? I gained about 30 pounds. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. We've had certain uh, certain catering places that we just can't go to anymore because of lack of productivity. Yes. And not this isn't oh, coming right. down from a boss. This is everybody got together and said, hey, when we get Pinocchio down the street in, yes. in Burbank yes. uh, and just get the penne alla vodka and the mostaccioli and the eggplant parm. Oh, oh it's, it's great. great. It's the fall asleep biggest, afterwards. They, yeah. It's the type of tray of pasta that stays yeah. warm for nine hours like the Hanukkah miracle. Wow. You know what I mean? There's <laughs> yeah. just so much latent heat in days. there. <laughs> what? That was eight days. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, a big, you get a bigger kind of pasta. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, we would literally eat so much of it that we were just like, we can't simply go back to work after this. We we need something. And so now we uh, we use a carrot and a stick where we like to introduce lunch austerity measures. And it's like you get a salad from sweet green, no dressing. That's it. Keep working. That's our style here, Phil. You say that? that no, just we, your don't, we don't. We don't we, say that. It's just it's it's encouraged because we work on a on a cooking show and we make so much food that is just the most wild, ostentatious, huge stuff you can imagine. Yes. That mm-hmm. you your lunch can't mirror that because your content that you're eating is just so delicious and so decadent. That's true. Yes. That it's not fair to like do that twice in a day or three times in a day, depending on how much content we're shooting. So I was, I was at wow. the, our relationship with food, it, we just kind of need you to be our therapist yeah. here at this Can point. You, yeah. Yeah. Could Could you you doctor so in your name? Can you both lie down? <laughs> <laughs> I'm already sweating so much. That's the best. I was at the gym the other day and I was kind of <laughs> audibly burping up uh, food mm-hmm. and the, the, the gym coach was like, well, what, thank you so much. Some people need to find me very <laughs> Uh, and I was burping up food. <laughs> and the owner of the gym goes like, what'd you have for lunch, man? I was like, "It, you know, pretty light day. We had chicken parm, penne alla vodka, beef chow fun, a little bit of rice because I'm going low carb. Oh, orange chicken. Oh, and then there was a whole wedding cake. Oh, the, the chocolate lava cake. That was really good. But then the mint ice cream cake, that really cleansed yeah. the palate and a Diet Coke. And that was a normal day, Phil. <laughs> that was a normal Coke. day. That's a normal day. For us. And so for us, you know, when we order lunch, I don't know, we've almost taken the sacredness out of especially lunch for us because we're locked in here with there were just 30 breakfast sandwiches in the kitchen about an hour ago. And I just picked one up and ate half of it in one bite uh, with no regard, thinking nothing of it. Well, you're young yet. No, it's fair. You'll see. It's fair. (laughs) (laughs) 
We'll both see. We'll see. Uh, but I, I just walked through your office just for 10 seconds and I saw a beautiful spread for lunch for everybody spread. who works here. They yeah. look fantastic. They, they do provide for us. That's will, so nice. I will say we used to have a, a dedicated craft services yeah. cook who would yeah. just <laughs> be making food for us all the time. And she was from Poland. Her name was Monica. Yeah. Uh, and she would make, for my birthday, Phil, she made me a giant pierog. Pierogi oh, is plural, yeah. as I learned from Monica. Right. Pierogi, Pierogi is, is the singular. One. That's yes. right. She And she put a candle in it. It was oh. filled with bacon and mushrooms and what? cheese and potato. It was the Phil was the pierogue supreme. I think you got to marry this lady. I get. Where's Monica? If you're if you're listening, baby, come back. But I know <laughs> she was following her I, dream. Of I being married a to Monica. Yeah, I did. Yeah, is it the same? She don't is make she that Polish? for me. Is she? <laughs> no. How's her borscht? Phil, she has other things. It would be it would be incredibly stupid to ask you to rank countries. So here we food. go. So here we go. If you had to, because my I, favorite. What, what are your favorite? Get Italy. Top five. Italy. Number one. Yeah, no I, I say it all the time when people ask, mm. "What's your favorite Italy?" You been? Okay. I've been once, but I went on a Contiki tour, which is like a like a trip I went with like girlfriends. So I went to Italy for like one day, <laughs> and then I also went to uh, a day. Yeah, I only went to I only went to which Venice, for, just Venice, just for one day. Were you on a cruise ship? No, it was it was a big bus <laughs> full of eighteen to thirty five year olds, and we went on like a big tour of like Europe for twelve days. Was it so a bachelorette party? No, it was a it was a young people tour, and I went with some girlfriends. And so Italy gets a day. Yeah, I'm gonna go back. <laughs> I promise you, I'm going back next summer. I've already decided. I don't want to talk to you until then. What? What do no, you mean? No, I want. I, you have to. I've been other places. Tell I'm me well your favorite. Young woman. Tell me. My favorite place. Um. Well, I don't know if I have a favorite place. My last place was Costa Rica. Costa Rica oh, was really nice. I haven't been there. I went for my so honeymoon. You win. And I loved it. <laughs> you did? Yeah, I did. And are you still married? Oh yes. So, it's actually my anniversary in like a week. <gasps> my one year Holy anniversary. Yeah. Oh, one year. Yeah. That's so cute. Thanks. You have no idea what's coming. No. Um, Yay. And you? What's your favorite country? Oh, I thought you were asking if I'm married. Uh, no, I have a fiance. My favorite country. <laughs> I. Man, I mean, I think some of the best food I've ever had was in uh, in Tel Aviv. Um, just uh, yeah, eating. I gotta say that's up there. Oh my gosh, the food in Israel. Not yeah. only is it some of the best in the world, it's now taking over the world. You yeah. see the food everywhere. influence everywhere. everywhere. Like you, I was in Copenhagen, they had a falafel stand. I mean, Real. it's really it, and it's tremendous. People lose their minds when they go to Israel. They can't believe how great the food is. Uh, one of the best things I've ever eaten, and, and this sounds like weirdly pretentious in that yeah. minimalist way, was just picking a cherry tomato off of a tree or what is it, a bush, a vine. That's what yes. tomatoes grow on. That's and not pretentious. It, it was unreal. It was, what? The that's nature. Is incredible. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Well, yeah, the agriculture um, is, and, is and they're so incredibly proud of inventing the cherry tomato in this week. You know, yeah, Israel invented the trip irrigation <laughs> and uh, the Shekhi's <laughs> tomato is what they kept calling it. Sherry? And so the Shekhi's tomato in Israel. But also, I mean, uh, I had a, the a Jerusalem mixed grill, yep. one of the most incredible. incredible. Unreal, man. Incredible. And they were Steakyat Hatzot, I remember, is yeah. the best it's in chicken in a pita I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Uh, chicken and pita. A sandwich? Sandwich like. <laughs> no, no, no. The proto I sandwich. This is a sandwich. proto sandwich. Okay, oh, it, you're right. It is a proto sandwich because it predates the Earl of Sandwich. <laughs> Thank yes, you. Correct. I fully believe this. Correct. Nice. I, I, have, I have one last question. Um, my fiance and I, I have a bit of travel anxiety. Yeah. Um, we've talked about all this being Jewish. I've, I've, I've gotten a little <laughs> bit of the, the neuroticism where I don't want to feel like a burden on somebody. You know what I mean? And so I, I feel nervous when I don't speak the language that everybody hates right, me. Right. And so I am trying to plan a trip with my fiance. Yes. Um, uh, another Jew, but a braver one. How about, a, how about one. a honeymoon? 
Well, event. He has to get married first. He has to get married moon. first because she won't but, marry me unless we go on a big international trip together oh, to know that I can hang. That's a good rule. That's a good rule. Yeah. By the way, that's that. You're marrying a very smart person. I know because She's you. Are, that's the true test of a relationship is to travel with someone. I Because you think agree. about it, you're never thrown together more with you're someone right. than mm-hmm. when you travel. Because right. even if you live together. Mm-hmm. See you later, honey. I'm going to work. <laughs> I'm course. going to work, and of then course. you then you meet up at, at night, and that's it. Yeah. Right. But traveling, your job is to be with that person the whole day and be with them at night and every meal. How do I so, not screw it up? I'll tell you. When you go on this trip, at least one day, at least one, maybe two or three, depending on how long the trip is, you go off by yourself. You guys have to split up for mm. some time. It gives you a tiny break. And when you meet again for lunch or dinner, you got something to talk about. Oh, that's smart. You see, that's what'd you do? Smart. What'd you do? <laughs> that's right? very smart. I say, I met a beautiful woman. Goodbye, Monica. <laughs> Julia, you heard, that? you heard that from Phil Rosenthal. We got to see other people, baby. I love you so much. <laughs> oh, no. No, it's very important. I yeah. think Monica would be the first person, my Monica, yeah. <laughs> would be the first person to tell you, oh, yeah, you need a break. <laughs> right? I agree entirely. Right. Well, thank you for saving my relationship, Phil. I'm glad I could be of use. It's not all hot dogs here. That's right. Hot dog is a sandwich. That's right. (laughs) Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. All right, Nicole and Phil, we've heard what you and I have to say. Now it's time to find out what other wacky ideas are rattling out there in the Twitterverse. It's time for a segment we call Opinions Opinions Are Like Casseroles. Sometimes crazy stuff happens. That's called a cold open, Nicole. We're talking cockroach infestations, bowling balls on fire, aliens abducting puppies. We've all been there. In those situations, a positive outlook can be a game changer, which is why we're excited to tell you about Mythical's new card game called We're Still Good. That's right. Grab a group of friends and see who can play the best missing words to ridiculous disasters and find the most positive spin on the terrible scenario. Phil, did we sell you on the card game? <laughs> All right, tone it down a little. Aww. I know. But you know what it is? Uh, Trying to be genuine. <laughs> high Darn energy. It. It's got to be high energy. The people got to know. Yeah, don't get so excited. It's, like, it's, yeah. it's a card game. Yeah, we'll do another read. We'll do another <laughs> okay, okay, a little bit slower. Always show running. A the little bit is always slower. show running. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, Nicole, you, you, you brought up the Don Rickles in me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go ahead. So Austin F. Wheeler says, margarine is a better condiment. Butter is a better ingredient. How do you feel about that? That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Roast and fail. You see, margarine, margarine. but there's exactly. no, there's in under no circumstances is margarine better for anything than butter. I feel like I think people know that. 
I feel like, Nicole, our ancestors suffered through enough margarine so yes. that we could eat That's butter. True. Yeah, right? we grew up yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm older than you, so that, that was like a <laughs> thing. And then bad. this thing about trans fat came out and, you know, mm-hmm. it could kill you. Yeah. Why is anyone having margarine anymore? Unless they really have an anti-dairy yeah. uh, thing, Allergy, right? yeah. yeah. Or they're like vegan. But I, I'm a total butter hardo. I love bar- butter more than margarine. Butter, I don't even touch margarine anymore. Olive oil if you have yeah, a problem, right? I like margarine if if, <laughs> if you think about it as like uh, grape Jolly Ranchers are to grapes yeah. as margarine is to butter. I like it for yeah. that. It, it has you, that you extra You shouldn't eat those butter. either. <laughs> fair enough, yeah, fair he's right. Uh, all right. We got at Spiciest Nugget. Tomatoes are the most offensive ingredient to a standard <gasps> vegetable salad. The last thing I want in my mouth full of crunchy crisp veggies is a wet pocket of pulp goo. I love them in other contexts, though. Anti-raw tomato in a salad. That's stupid. That's still right. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) You don't want a bad tomato, obviously. You know what the worst thing you can do to a tomato is? Hmm. Put it in the fridge. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Did you know that? Mm. You should never put a tomato in a fridge, Mm. even even if it's half sliced. Never, ever, because what happens, all the flavor goes away. Really? Wait, I just... I, so, so I know you shouldn't put it in a fridge if you if you want it to ripen, of course. But I had perfectly ripe tomatoes that I'm using tonight, and, yeah. and I put them in the fridge last night. What are you crazy? I don't know, man. No one told me. I'm but telling I think you now. If they're on the vine, look it up. Go know. look online. So, Maggie, what's your producer doing? Maggie. <laughs> I think any good chef will tell you never put a tomato in a fridge. We're not good I'm chefs. Not good if chef. we're being honest, we're not good chefs. We're I think okay. you are. I think we're all right. I think we're. I, I want you think... to don't take my word for it. I want you to look on the on the, the World Wide Web. But do after they've already ripened. Yes. Because okay. uh, a perfectly ripe tomato in season yes. uh, is, and, and I had a, a, I actually had a Jersey tomato in Jersey for yeah, the first beautiful. time. Beautiful. Unreal when, good. When you pick that off the vine mm-hmm. and it's still warm. Yeah. Right? Oh, I man. Mean, is that beautiful? It's it's sensual. It's yes. like, I think, yes. you know, the essence of a fruit, tomato yes. being a fruit, depending on your, your definition, of course. Is, uh, Nicole, is yeah. a tomato a fruit? Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> like the essence of it is that squishiness. It's the ripe peach with the juice dripping down, lean yeah. into it. Yes, that's right. Yeah, the decay is I sexy. Love, I love a good tomato. I love a good tomato. I have a peanut butter opinion. You guys want to listen? I love peanut okay. butter. Oh, wh- I'm What's sorry. Are you pointing? What's what are you it pointing say? At? How to store a tomato? What does this it is say? serious eats, Phil. They're serious about And what do they, they say? They say refrigerate any unconsumed, fully ripe tomatoes, but allow them to come to room temperature before serving. So they're saying once they hit huh. ripeness, put them in the fridge. Mm-hmm. But oh, don't never put them in the fridge if they're underripe. And that's what Got I've been it. going off. I see. But I uh, see. Yeah, I Can think. You tell even... me that I'm a good chef, Phil. Can you please? <laughs> you're a great chef. Thank you, Phil. <clears throat> Nicole, you're <laughs> okay. I'm going to speak now, if that's okay with you, Josh. Uh, just the chip underscore Jake says, peanut butter is the bacon of the dessert world, used as a crutch. <laughs> that's stupid. <laughs> you can't just say that, that's stupid to I everything. Can. You can't even Phil Rosenthal. you, you got to extrapolate. It, you have to explain peanut why Peanut butter is phenomenal. One of my favorite, favorite combos in the world is peanut butter and chocolate. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I actually helped collaborate on a flavor of ice cream in New York. Yeah. Have you ever been to Cafe Panna Mm-mm. in New York? No. Let me plug this place. Okay. You go to New York? We just got back from New York. <gasps> <yes>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm dying. I'm dying. It's so good. I can't believe it. I can't believe you went somewhere for more than a day. Dude, I've traveled plenty. <laughs> I'm so excited for you. When, next time you're in New York, you go to the village and you go to Cafe Panna. My friend Hallie okay. Meyer. Okay. She, she, her dad's Dan, Danny Meyer, the famous mm. chef. Oh, sure. Restaurant tour. Uh, he sent her over to Tuscany to learn about 
making ice cream when she was a teenager and wow. she learned all about gelato. And she came back, she took that knowledge of how to make artisanal ice cream and gelato in the service of her, I'm going to say, six-year-old brain <laughs> that loves Ben and Jerry's. Yes. And sure. so it's this artisanal mix-in ice cream that's mm. so crazy. And we collaborated on a flavor called Somebody Scoop Fill. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> and it's chocolate peanut butter Twix bar based. Delicious. Oh, oh my God. It's so good. Anyway, peanut, peanut butter is not a crutch. It's an essential is like my point. Butter. It's great. You have a favorite? Yeah, I'm a big Laura Scudder's fan. Oh, very oh, nice. Yeah. I love Laura Scudder's. I was raised in a Laura, Laura Scudder's home, but I'll also eat Jif if it's there. Yeah. Not Justin's. Can Justin's I turn you on to one? Yeah, of if course. If you haven't had it? Sure. And I'm going to guess that most people stay, would not gravitate towards this because okay. it's so uh, ubiquitous, the name, and they're not really known for peanut butter. Hmm. Ready? Hmm. Yes. I am. Smuckers, all natural. I want you to taste it. Is it is it glass or plastic? I think it's glass. I think I've had it before. I well, I just happened to see something online where this thing won, like a some kind of competition. I was skeptical, but and I you ordered love competitions when I, it comes to food. I ordered famously. <laughs> I ordered a jar of it. There's a picture of it. We're mm. looking at it right now. Yeah, I'm telling you that one. The first one on the left. The, they, the one that copied Laura Scudder's very obviously in all Maggie, the order it. <laughs> Maggie, <laughs> order six. One click shopping. Order a palette. I'm telling you, fill. it tastes like just fresh roast peanuts in a very delicious way. I love that. I want you to taste it. Okay. Pe peanut butter is one of the few foods that gets me really patriotic. I yes. love Because it's, it's a very American thing. And it's a lot. It's like root beer where a lot of Europeans will come over and be like, I don't understand. What? What Why that? would you like this thing? Well, I'm a terrible chef. I don't have the talent, the temperament, the patience, anything about cooking. I'm terrible. So when my kids were growing up, I would say, would you like me to make you something? And they would say, oh, yes. And would you like daddy's famous <laughs> Peanut butter and jelly. And the, they, they were stupid and they believed <laughs> so that uh, this was famous. And I would make, or daddy's famous eggs, or daddy's famous, you know, hot dog. Famous. Yeah, famous. That's or just sweet. say famous to your children. They'll believe you. I am learning so much about <laughs> yeah. relationships and parenting. And then they'll be terribly disappointed when they learn things. <laughs> yeah, they've been drinking for long enough. All right, at Buckeye Knight says, the Yum Brands combination restaurants were the definition of wasted potential. Denying the public a Taco Bell burrito battered and fried and KFC's 11 herbs and spices is a crime. You seen the Taco Bell KFC hybrids? Yes, in New York. They have like, you know, three or four of these fast food mm -hmm. places mm -hmm. together so you can get a, whatever. But they won't let you exchange the ingredients into individual. <laughs> so you can't oh, get yeah, a fried so chicken be burrito. Too, too confusing. I mean, too confusing. But don't you want it? I guess. Don't you want it, Phil? I, I'm not going in there. <laughs> fair enough. You know, because I'm over 20. So I, I'm not going. I fair. Right? That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I, I, so I have a very soft spot for Taco Bell, and I think they do very good cookery there. Oh, I'm sure you'll live a long time then. Their beef sauce, <laughs> Phil, it's, it is, it's a bolognese. It is a ragu, ragu de Taco Bell, and it's beautiful. It's basically Italian food. <clears throat> Wow. Uh, Nicole? Uh, um, <laughs> I mean, I already do this at my job. Like, I don't need to eat this. You know what I They're mean? All fair. We do this all what, the time. What do you do? We combine things. We yes, mix things. We mash good. things. I, I love need, a mashup. I don't need to <laughs> I don't need to see this in the wild. Like, right. it's, it's already been done in our heads, probably. Don't yes. crap where you eat, huh? Yeah, exa yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, hey. Okay. Well, it saves time in the morning, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do it at the same time. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about my Special oh. K Red Berries oh, incident. Oh, don't tell, tell the guests about it. 
It's a good well on your podcast. Well, on Naked Lunch, it's na- it's called Naked Lunch. This was okay. A naked yeah, you breakfast. can talk about your naked breakfast with the KFC yeah, Redberries. Yeah. Okay, well, okay, not right now, but later. I don't think later. I want to hear it at all. No, he's Sorry. gonna he's gonna tell you. Uh, Ollie Saw says shallots are to onions what poblano peppers are to green bell peppers. I will not be taking any questions at the time. At this time, this is what Ollie says. All right, enjoy yourself with that knowledge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> shallots are to onions are what poblano peppers are to green bell peppers. Yeah, so they're saying shallots just have more flavor and therefore more use potential than onions. Ditto with poblanos. Green. This mm. is how I cook. This is how I cook at home. I agree. Mm. I use okay. shallots all the time. I like I shallots. I use poblano peppers all the time. Mm-hmm. Phil makes famous peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. That's right. <laughs> and, that, and that's I'm, beautiful. I'm not even – I can't – I don't even have the intellectual capacity for this argument. <laughs> I like shallots. More people should eat shallots. Pickled shallots, fried shallots, shallots in everything. Gene shallot. Gene shallot. Yeah, nice mustache. <laughs> he was a, oh, you know who he was. Yeah, I understand. I love that. Like references. I like, but do you only know that from really a Family, family Guy not? reference? Phil, we only Is know that, that from right? Family Guy reference. That's yeah. <laughs> but I it's was a reference so, nonetheless. I'm old enough to know who Gene Shallot was. Not only that, I managed a deli in New York when I was 21 <laughs> no years old. Yes, in 1981. That's how old I am. And Gene Shallot lived in the building and would come in and talk to me. Cool. That's and incredible. we'd talk about movies. Do you and remember TV. his order? Uh, no. Do you remember your order? I ate everything. I, <laughs> I, I gained 15 pounds there. That, that, that'll sh- tell you how dangerous, yes, how dangerous a writer's room is. I gained more weight <laughs> as a writer than I did as a deli manager. Wow. That's Twice unreal. as much weight. That's a, I want to yes. see your weight tracked by your current job, and I want to <laughs> so gather hard. the data. Do you know that I don't gain a pound when I do the show? I wow. do not I because I'm, I'm running around so much. I don't finish anything, and I'm working out every day. Good. But when I'm home and mm-hmm. I'm off duty, that's when the pounds come <laughs> because I'm not doing it. And I'm off the clock. Nobody's watching. I think a very good diet for people Mm -hmm. is to have four cameras following you around at all times. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Then you wouldn't stuff your face so much because people are looking at you. You should write a diet book. You should write one of those. You have have the one simple trick. That's it. Travel with a film crew. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, we have have a hot take that we actually need you to weigh in on because Nicole and I did a podcast. Pastrami versus corned beef. Yes. Where do you stand on this? Pastrami. More flavor for me. I, I understand. Agree. I understand the corned beef. I understand people might not want the pepper on there, and, and the, but the best sandwich maybe in L.A. Talking Langer's number nineteen. Yes, my yeah, friend yes, Josh. Yes, sir. yes, you, yes, Nicole. Yes yes, yes, yes. I like it. Oh, yeah, no, we've come together. On the shoulder is Just good. in time <laughs> for the end of the show. We've co- joined in a, in an agreement. Uh, we isn't did that it. Nice. I feel like you should say a prayer or something, Nicole. You kick it off. What do you want me to do? Tonight, Which one do you want Prayer for the sandwich. Probably, probably hamotzi. Hamotzi, hamotzi, lechemin haaretz. Amen. That's the bread part. Amen. I did it. I did it. Maggie, I did it. It was yeah. It was right. It was hamotzi. There oh you go. God, See? Yeah, you actually, Nicole. Yes, you actually, you I am the, the most you know what? Yes. Yes. Nicole is you queen might have, You might have just gained or lost a ton of listeners. Yeah, we'll find out. We'll check the numbers later. It's not important. <laughs> oh, God. On that note, thank you for listening to A Hot Dog is a Sandwich. And Phil, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, where can our listeners hear from you? Uh, there's the podcast. That's Naked Lunch Podcast. There's the little TV thing called uh, Somebody Feed Phil. There's the book that's coming called Somebody Feed Filled the Book. Mm-hmm. You can pre-order that now. Do me a favor. Yeah, but what else? 
Is that all you got you going can see on? Me in my, you that's, can see that's... me in my house where I live with Monica and the dog Murray. We, you can see me on Instagram, Phil.Rosenthal. We put Phil's home address in the description. No, yet, so we have not done that. I'm going to start a TikTok. Oh, yeah. That's right. I can't wait. I'm going to dance. this project. <laughs> Savage by Megan Thee Stallion. If dance. you want to come see Phil dance, uh, go to his home. Uh, it'll be really beautiful. <laughs> and if you want to hear more from us here in the Mythical Kitchen, we got new episodes for you every Wednesday. If you want to be featured on Opinions or Like Casseroles, you can hit us up on Twitter at Mythical Chef or end Hendy's order with the hashtag opinion casserole. But don't be stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Check us out on YouTube over at Mythical Kitchen. We launch new videos every week. You know the deal. And of course, if you want to share pictures of your delicious dishes, hit us up on Instagram at Mythical Kitchen. And don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. One last time. I love you both. (laughs) 